The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save. And save and win. It's The Golf Show with Brian Katrick. He's been the talk of the course today with his huge drives. And Ali Dean. I really am rugged with his. It's early Sunday morning. The sun is coming up. I'm on the tee at 7. I'm here to try my luck. They say this game's a tough one, but I'll give it my best shot. Though the bunkers look like beaches and the greens like parking lots. Oh, Lord. Big match coming up. I'm going to be in the caddy. What am I going to do? Why don't you try him a little left and why don't you try back and up? Give me just a little room. Help me keep my head down. Save me from those double bogey blues. Golf requires goofy pants and a fat ass. You know, you don't deserve any credit hitting the ball with that swing of yours. Try to hit one with my swing. I'm catching on the ball. I got my foot in my head. Now, I'm laying it off. Well, that's too low. I'm pruning. Maybe not super me. I'm clearing too early. I'm clearing too late. My God, my swing feels like a unfolding lawn chair. It looks like I'm a wreck. It's in the hole. Save me from the double bogey blue. And a happy Sunday morning to you. It's a little bit sleepier here in the battery than it should be. Uh, uh, It was a very exciting sports day yesterday. They're going to get into all that coming up at 10 o'clock. We're going to talk about the golf side of it, which was not as exciting. But uh, we're glad to have you with us. Uh, Billy Mitchell is sitting in. He's right over there. He is a star. He won't tell you that, but I will. He is uh, not so much. He is uh, he's one of the great fitness instructors, fitness, nutrition. The most unfit fitness instructor you'll ever meet. I like that. That's one of the reasons why we can have these conversations. Absolutely. I get the sense that you understand. Teachers teach for a reason. I've had Joey D on a hundred times. Joey's like, yeah, you gotta, you gotta eat better. I'm like, no kidding. What I'm not going is, to. What fun is that? Yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to. So <laughs> is this where we is part that? ways? Absolutely. Thank you for that. <laughs> so uh, uh, you do uh, you do that over at Fusion. Fusion Atlanta. Fusion Atlanta. I don't know I don't know Fusion Atlanta, but it's FusionAtlanta.com. Right. We're over off of Peachtree in Piedmont. Been there for 17 years with my uh, boy, John Tattersall. Yes. We got a bunch of trainers there. We do. We have five very, very, we're, we're really fortunate that we have uh, Jeff and Ryan and Gina. They're all very, and Teresa, they're and, uh, just unbelievable trainers, professional trainers. That's awesome. And you can learn more about Billy Mitchell, who will come train you himself at BillyMitchellTraining.com. You're also over at the Atlanta Athletic Club? I do a little work over there with Sean Coach on Wednesdays and Fridays. We're starting a little player development program that um, they've wanted to do for a while, and, and Sean's got a big vision, and so... Uh, it's a, it's, it's a different type of vibe for me to actually be on a place. It feels very TPI-ish. You know, we can actually be on turf and work with players. I think, wasn't it TPI at one point? 
It, I, I, I don't know. I've been in that building also. That's a good reference. Yeah, it's. I, I don't know, but uh, either way, either, either way, John Tattersall's brilliant. Sean's brilliant. It's um, it's a good way to learn golf because it's not as simple as just getting lessons. Body moves certain ways, and that dictates how you swing the golf club. So. You can spend a lot of energy and a lot of time trying to swing the golf club the way your body doesn't want to. Yeah. That's not why Billy's in here. <laughs> because I've done a lot of those shows. We I, we haven't done that show, but I've, I've done a lot of those shows, and they're great, and they're very important. Uh, if you'll put the fork down, if you'll mix a sit-up in one a week. Yeah, you're better. You're going to wind up being better. This This game is all about the core muscles, and we all get it, and either we're going to do something about it or we're not. 100%. You want to do something about it, call Billy. Call me. Or John Tattersall or any of the – really, put the fork down. Just but, make a call. Just <laughs> right. just call in. Call somebody. <laughs> and uh, The phone lines are open. They'll get you on the right track. Uh, this is really to celebrate. You had you had a whale of a summer last year. Yeah, we, it feels a long time ago. It, it, last summer was, yeah, seemingly a long time ago. But uh, – you know, as an amateur golfer, you and I have run across each other a couple times. Mm-hmm. You're you're better than I am. You've accomplished more than I have. I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. Yeah, Billy Mitchell's better <laughs> than I am. Now, I don't know how it would go today. Hundred <laughs> percent. I'm okay finding out. <laughs> I am too. We got a 1240 over at Berkeley Hills. If you want, I just got uh, my rear end handed to me in a USGA qualifier over there. Ah, oh, the four so, ball. Who'd yes. you have? I, Chris Waters, my longtime partner. We managed to miss by. We've been trying now for 10 years, and we've missed by a total of 10 shots over 10 years. So, uh, And uh, my, my thing with Chris is usually he puts it on me to enter, and I forget. We end up having to go someplace like Texas or, or Arkansas. Right. And this year he entered. We entered at Berkeley, and uh, we missed by two. They have, they have, they've had one for a long time yeah. at Berkeley Hills. New greens. Greens were good. Oh, yeah, brand new. Brand Rock new. hard. Rock hard. Chris Purvis does a great job growing grass over there. Yeah, he is a genius. Um but they've had one over there for a long time, and I'm with you, Ali Dean, who uh, I guess officially still co-hosts this show. He and I have tried it twice, never here. Yeah. Same reason. Neither of us can remember to sign up in time. The Berkeley, Berkeley Hills one fills up so fast. Yeah. Uh, and like we wound up in Nashville one time. We were in Alabama one yeah. time. We don't have to go as far as you did. Yeah. Well. Uh, but, well, I'm sorry you didn't make it. By the way, we just talked to uh, Tommy Morrison on yeah. the on the XM show, six foot ten inch, seventeen year old Tommy Morrison. He's the guy that called Tony Romo. And this seventeen year old and Tony Romo just got in the four ball. Yeah, I saw Tommy uh, a couple years ago. He may have been, I don't know, fifteen at uh, the Southern Junior up at Idle Hour in Kentucky, and he was like a man. I was like, who is that? Right, you know, he's just—he looked like Charles Barkley against the rest of these kids. He's just a man-child, so they'll do fine. Yeah, yeah, uh, he's got a great head on his shoulders, also. And yeah. I said, "Well, how'd you get, how'd you get Romo?" Because they're both, you know, Tommy's a Dallas guy. I met Tommy right. at Dogwood, not the Dogwood Invitational. Dogwood, Dogwood had a U.S. Junior qualifier. Wow, last year, I think it was last year. Uh, Nick Dunlap, who wound up winning the U.S. Junior, was the medalist at Dogwood. I played with Nick in the U.S. Amateur. Okay. Well, we're going to get to that. Uh, Nick whoops, Nick is friends with Tommy Morrison. And uh, so I'm walking around with Tommy. I'm in the golf shop that day. I wanted to play or do something. And, uh, and 
Tommy's mom was asking a bunch of questions because, you know, she mm-hmm. she knows how good her son is and she's looking out for him. And and finally, Jr. behind the counter is like, well, there's our club champion. Just ask him. And so I spent the rest of the day with Tommy Morrison. Nick Dunlap showed up on the 14th tee. Didn't hit a shot. Yeah. Just walked in from the 14th hole. The next day shows up and he's the medalist. <laughs> he understood. He was a ball striking Jesse. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so. Nick Dunlap, U.S. Junior Champion, that gets him in the U.S. Amateur. You didn't have any of that. You had to go. You had to go dig this out. Let's start with your summer. Let's go in order because you had a run. Uh, Bob Royak has been in here with the Senior Amateur Trophy. The Royak, yes. Rusty Strong just won it. Correct. He is not available right now with the with the trophy. He's out shooting stuff. Good, and we'll, we'll get him in here. But your summer was ridiculous let's start at the beginning u.s <laughs> senior open this is a major championship correct on the pga tour champions and you get in that event yeah so um i qualified at white columns and i'm very meticulous about my preparation typically and we had missed i think the last time we tried to qualify there i was had it seven or eight under through <laughs> through 14 and i made a 10 on the six hole Birdie the last three holes and then missed by a shot. So that Whoa. was the last time we were there. So you, I had ghosts. You went 10? I got, yeah, I made 10. Birdie, birdie, that. birdie? Yeah, so John John was on the bag then, and John Tattersall, who's my coach, he was just like, dude, all we can do is birdie the last three holes. So I birdied the last three holes, and we we got in the playoff for alternate. And I didn't, you know, Jeff Hall made a birdie on the first this, hole. This is a better story than I thought it was. Wow. <laughs> okay. So I have demons, right? Yeah. And anybody knows me, I'm a little bit. Different is the <laughs> word I've heard used. So um, anyway, we uh, I'm very meticulous, and we're in the morning wave. And, and the thing that I had forgotten about the Sugarloaf or the um, the qualifiers it was right after the the senior event. Right. So there's like fifteen, That'd twenty be a, tour players. The Mitsubishi there. Electric Classic, correct? Which uh, tickets for next year's event are available now. So buy them. Yes. Um, and so. I'm out there, and I'm like, well, you know, I haven't prepared. I haven't practiced. Just Tattersall is usually there on the bag, and we're going through our game plan. He gets, calls me and says, hey, I'm 20 minutes out. I'm like, I'll just get here when you get here, which usually rattles me. And then we're walking, warming up next to Stan Kowski, and uh, we're walking to the 10th tee, which I started on in John's Russian, and, and I'm annoyed because I'm always annoyed. And um, he says, hey, Billy. I, I said, yeah. He goes, we got no chance this year. Let's just enjoy the walk. So I go out and I shoot 68 and I make it clean one shot. Um, and then we're off to Omaha. How about that? All right. So U.S. Senior Open last year, where it was the Omaha. Yeah, it was at Omaha Country Club, which is Never a heard. Perry Maxwell. Oh, oh, I should have heard of it. Yeah. And I went out there thinking that Omaha was going to be really flat. And it was the hilliest golf course I've ever played. Um, I had called a couple people that play for a living that I know. Um, Stuart Sink, Billy Andrade, a couple of kids. I was like, just, you know, it's a big deal for me. What do you think I ought to do? And, and uh, Stuart and Billy both gave me some good, really good advice. They're like, look, if you can get out there a couple weeks early and go do your work, then all this noise that you're not used to, you can enjoy it rather than try to prepare in all this chaos. Very good advice. So I went out two weeks early. Bob Royak, who was also playing as a result of his exemption, um, uh, as a result of his win in the U.S. Senior, I mean, he had an exemption. Um, he was out there, not with me, but he called me. He's like, you're not going to believe this place. You don't see the ball land. So we got out there, and there was literally 
maybe four holes where you didn't have an adjustment of less than 15 yards uphill. Oh my goodness. Or downhill. So you were always guessing and the wind blew and, and it was, it was, it was a hard golf course. It was one of those things where I think the last time they played the U S senior open there, Kenny Perry shot like 22 under that wasn't going to happen again. Right. So they started tweaking the golf course and, but it fit my eye. And so, you know, we'll go have fun. And then Stu gave me some great advice. He's like, look, here's the deal. You just go out there, you do you. And if you get it in the rough, get it out of the rough. Don't go rough to rough in a USGA event because you're making at least double if you do that. So that was that was a very basic strategy. It was like kind of keep it in front of you. Try not to be overwhelmed by anything. And um, off we went. Excellent. All right, so there's there's a major championship down. Who'd you get paired with? Um, we well, I got paired with qualifiers, so I got paired with a couple guys I didn't know. Um, Billy Andrade called me about three weeks out in the event. He goes, hey, Bill, who do you want to play a practice round with? Oh, okay. I was like, Billy, I don't really care. I just want to go play. And, and uh, he goes, That's the wrong answer. That's what he said. Yep. He's like, wrong answer. I, said, I play with these guys all the time. It wasn't the word he used, but he said, I play with these guys all the time. He said, who's on your short list? And I gave him some names. Well, about two weeks later, I'm getting ready to play, and he sends me a, a text. He goes, "Who well, this guy do? And it was a picture of Bern, he and Bernard Langer. Yep, all right. So now you got to remember we're coming out of COVID, and there was nothing going on in the country. So there were a lot of people ready to get out. So even in the practice rounds in Omaha, so U.S. Senior Opens are typically smaller smaller markets. Um, lots of stuff going on in New York City, so they're not going to have it in a major market, would be my guess. So, But people are showing up. Uh, the woodwork just for practice rounds. So it was really, really fun. And so um, Tuesday morning, I'm playing with Bernard Langer. That's awesome. Bernard Langer looked right at COVID, and COVID was like, yeah, you know what? You're right, Mr. Langer. We're going to. He is so fit. We're fine. <laughs> but was, we'll leave you alone. <laughs> it was funny because it was like 9 o'clock, and here he comes, and Billy's in shorts, and I'm in shorts, and my kids are there. They'd never seen their dad play at a big event. And so, uh, you know, they, they get on the tee and they announce, ladies and gentlemen. I didn't know they announced during practice rounds. I didn't. I, yeah, me neither. And I, I looked at uh, Langer comes over and he goes, hello, I'm Bernard. It's nice yeah. to meet you. All right. And, then, <laughs> <laughs> and Billy's like, you know, and then we're playing with another guy. And um, so they say, ladies and gentlemen, this is the nine ten practice round. Please welcome from Atlanta, Bristol, Connecticut, Billy Andrade. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome from Germany, Two-time matches. 17 times Schwab right. Cup team, 652 <laughs> events. <laughs> Winner of the Masters. All-around good guy, totally fit. fit. More fit than the fitness trainer he's playing with, um, <coughs> Bernhard Langer. And then they were like, ladies and gentlemen, from Atlanta, Georgia, Billy Mitchell. And I was like, one of these things is right. not like the other. Billy <laughs> Mitchell. <laughs> Muffled clap, right? They all, they all clap, but they're all looking around each other like, who is this person? Right? Should we know him? Did yeah. he win the? Is that the guy that beat Tiger? No, that's not. No, him. he 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 no. lost to Chris Waters in the public links three yeah. times in State Georgia. <laughs> so uh, anyway, I hit this snap and pull down the left side, and Langer looks at me and goes, "You want to hit another one? You can do that." And so I was like, "I think I will." <laughs> so I hit a mulligan from a couple hundred people, and off we went. And so it was fun. No idea we were going to hear a Bernard Langer. All right. Uh, did not make the cut in Omaha. Me? Yeah. Did you make the cut? Yeah, I was low amateur there. Excuse me. That's why we have him in here. <laughs> so you make the cut. Who do you get on Saturday? Saturday, I get a guy who's turned out to be a really good friend. His name's Harry Rudolph. Uh, Harry's a West Coast guy, Arizona oh, All-Star. Harry, Harry and I, I, you know, I really knew of Harry but didn't know. And um, 
uh, he uh, he just hits bombs. Yeah, I mean he hit it. He hit it thirty five by me all day. He plays a lot with Phil. Yes, he does. Yeah, and Harry couldn't have been a nicer guy. We played practice round. We've kept in touch over the last couple of years. We ran the steps this year up in uh, uh, Saucon Valley. We took his caddy, had a bet, Skippy, um, and Skippy got two flights of stairs up the uh, art museum steps. The Rocky Race. Where Rocky Balboa. On, oh, that's in what? So Saucon was only 45 minutes away from Philadelphia. Oh, we sorry. all missed the cut. We went into Philadelphia for the day. Oh, yeah, that, we, we, we skipped around because yeah. I came from Saucon or got to Saucon from Newark. I didn't realize it was that close to Philly. Yeah, I flew. Does that make sense? Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, so you play with. Uh, play with Harry and I shoot. Um, I think I shoot. I can't remember. It was either 70 or 72. And Harry shot. He cut me by one or so like that. And then um, I'm, I'm out. I'm out. I'm out to dinner, and I get a text from Andy. He goes, "You either have uh, Rocco, or you have Omiro tomorrow." Who texted you, Billy? Andy. Okay, okay, right. Billy, he couldn't have been better. I mean, every, every round he's like, "How do you? How do you play? How do you feel? How do you feel?" You know, yeah. Just couldn't have been a. I mean, he made the experience great. You know, and um, it's so bizarre, Brian, because you know I'm I'm playing with the guys that we play with. Great guys. We laugh. We have fun. And yeah, then all sure. of a sudden, you're in player services and. Uh, one of our clients was a big donator into the Autism Foundation and, and um, uh, Ernie Els's deal. And yeah. so he said, when you see Ernie, tell him I'll be back in. I'm like, Vic, I'm not, I'm not walking up to Ernie Els telling him hello for you. This is not what I do, okay? <laughs> so sure enough, I run into Ernie Els. He's standing right next to me in, in players' dining, and we're getting a Coke. And um, <laughs> I finally I said, I don't, this is going to sound really bizarre. But um, Vic says he's going to be back. And he goes, Vikas? I said, Vikas. He goes, yeah. He goes, yeah, tell him we're ready for him to get back into the Oh, dinner. now you're he's, sending messages. <laughs> now I'm sending messages, right? <laughs> so we come around the corner, and we're all sitting in there. My kids are in there. John's in there. And um, Ernie Els walks up. He goes, do you mind if I sit? And I'm like. You go way back now, back to the fountain. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, sure. And my kids. He says, you guys want anything? And my, my kids turn around and look at me. And my son said this. He did, goes, Dad, what is happening? And I'm like, well, you're in a U.S. senior <laughs> open and players dining. I said, you're going to see people you see on TV. So we had a good laugh about that. But that's kind of how the whole week was. And so we get paired with Omira. Oh, and yes. I'm on the driving range. And John Tattersall did something really, really smart. He were, whenever we were on the range, he put me next to the best player on the range. Oh. Because he wanted me to be uncomfortable. Oh. You know, so I was always hitting next to Jimenez or Furick or Goosen or somebody. I didn't, we didn't go to the land of familiar. We went to a place that I was really uncomfortable. So being uncomfortable became comfortable, if that makes sense. Okay. If, I, get, I totally get it. I don't know that I would have dug it. But now, no, I didn't dig it. Yeah, now I, I still think it's don't a great dig idea. it. He still does it. <laughs> okay. And so anyway, um, I think that's really good advice for a young player. You've got to learn how to be uncomfortable, right? And so um, I'm hitting balls, and Omira's over there. And I say, John, should I, should I go introduce myself? This is before we play. And I, I walk over, and I said, I said, Mark, I'm Billy Mitchell. We're going to be playing together. He goes, oh, yeah, Billy called me, told me. He says, you're a great guy. We're going to have a lot of fun. I said, I'll do everything I can to stay out of your way. And we were both, you know, they pair you by your score. Yeah. He goes, hey, Billy, they pair us by score here. You, you shoot the same. 
We, right. We're on the same number, okay? Right. Maybe I stay out of your way, <laughs> which didn't happen because I bogeyed the first five holes. Right? Oh, no. It was a fast start, and uh, I got settled in. Better and, than 10. Yeah, and then I played the last whatever and one or two under and um, made some ridiculous up and downs coming down the stretch. Um, and then I found out I was low amateur as soon as I walked off the green. Uh, a friend of mine told me, and I just, it was just, it was a really, it was an overwhelming moment. You know what I mean? Because, like, how do you go from white columns to that? Right. A 10. And so then they, you know as well as I do, because you're in the business, there's very little time for you to prepare to do media in a situation. They just pull you over to the mic and. Hey, can we grab you yeah, over Yeah, a little yeah. flash stand or whatever they call that. We did about 10 minutes that, 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 that's still up on the internet, and uh, I watch it from time to time when I'm feeling down and low. Um, it's funny to watch and see yourself like that. But uh, after that, the presentation is also bizarre. Um, all the cameras pointing at you. And here I am standing next to Furyk and USGA president and NBC. It's just, it's out of my element. As comfortable as I am being obnoxious, it's way out of my element. Um, but it was it was a really cool moment. But then Robbie told me, who was the director of the tournament, he goes, all right, we need to know what you want to play in. I'm like, I'm sorry. <laughs> what do you mean? He goes, well, you're in the you're you're in the British Senior Open, but you can't get in because quarantine because it was like two weeks. So it was 14 days. I couldn't get over there and play. Not that. enough time. Couldn't didn't have time. Um, the British Senior Amateur had already happened. Gene Elliott had won that. So he I found out I was at U.S. Amateur at Oakmont, U.S. Mid-Am at Sankety Head in Nantucket, very inexpensive venue. And then um, <laughs> by world ranking and by that tournament, by turning in a 72-hole score, I was in the U.S. Senior Amateur in Detroit. So within two months, I had three more national championships that I, you know, I was planning on playing in the Chastain right. SWAT. Right. right. I had you the flip-flop open, right? <laughs> <laughs> and all of a sudden... I can't go. I got to go to Oakmont. And yeah, I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to pay for all this stuff. So, yeah, it was fun. All right. Billy Mitchell. So, o- Oakmont's in. next. Oakmont's next. We're going to take a break. Low amateur at the senior open. Excuse me for not knowing that or not remembering that. No, I knew it was a hell of a summer. It was a summer. Yeah. We're telling people we got to get you in here for, for a long time because of that. Uh, you're a great storyteller as well. Uh, more with Billy Mitchell when we come back. It's the golf show on the fan, 680 and 93.7 FM. Now it's time for Who's Driving? Brought to you by Ray Judice. If you're facing DUI charges, you need a DUI lawyer who will step up to the T for you. Call Ray Cell at 404-964-4185 to schedule an appointment. Well, Ricky's driving it better. Ricky Fowler, they played in Japan overnight, so we've got a couple tournaments that are... One's over, one's basically over. Keegan Bradley comes from behind. Nips Ricky Fowler at the Zozo Championship, but Ricky gets back with uh, with Butch Harmon, drives it better, does everything better. So great win for uh, Keegan Bradley. That's a bit of a flashback and a great finish for Ricky Fowler. And on the European Tour, they're not uh, they're not finished yet, but it's a big lead for Adrian Otegui. He's making the turn. He leads by seven. Spanish, she's in this event is at Valderrama in Spain. The name of the tournament? Don't get mad at me. Call Ray Judice. Call him on his cell. This is the damn tournament. It's the Estrella Dam Andalusia Masters. Estrella Dam is a beer. And so we, like 12-year-olds, every year, it's been about three years that they've sponsored this damn tournament. 
they've had this damn sponsor. <laughs> we have talked about what a great damn golf course it is. It's the damn tournament. The Estrella Dam Andalusia Masters. D-A-M-M. Uh, and Adrian Otegui is either going to win or he's going to have to retire because he's got a seven-shot lead with nine holes to play. Actually, sounds sounds familiar. I had a seven-shot lead at the club championship with nine holes to play. Doesn't matter. Billy Mitchell is with us from uh, Fusion Atlanta. FusionAtlanta.com. BillyMitchellTraining.com. We're talking about your summer last year. You didn't have it. You didn't blow any seven-shot leads anywhere. No, that was this year. Okay, <laughs> we're not getting to this year. That's next year's appearance. Uh, so you uh, you qualify for, and then were the low amateur at the U.S. Senior Open. And I just the way you told that story, especially at the end there, we're talking about the trophy ceremony, right? And that's the thing that I was struck by. Uh, I, I've been fortunate enough now to play in one a gigantic one USGA event, but I've attended and covered and hosted a bunch of others. Mm-hmm. And the thing that blew me away is it's the same credential. It's the same staff. It's the same. They put the same effort into all of them. Right. So that's the same trophy ceremony. You haven't mm-hmm. seen maybe the U.S. Senior Open's trophy ceremony. But if you've seen the U.S. Open's trophy ceremony, it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. They bring everybody out there, photo op. You get your medal. The, the winner gets his medal and a trophy. You didn't get a trophy, I'm assuming. No, I got a, I, uh, I got a medal. Yeah. And they're doing it right there on the green. It's a big deal. Yeah, it was. It happens very quickly. Did you remember to thank your family? I did. Uh, well, they don't give you an opportunity there. I did that. I did that in the uh, flash interview. Okay. Um, I think I thanked everybody except my good buddy Bobby McDonald and Mike Krulik, who I grew up with in Riviera, and we used to play ridiculous amounts of golf together and then go eat the Mario's combo, which was chicken parm and lasagna. I didn't know that. So uh, okay. that's the only people that I did, the only two people I didn't think. But I got emotional in that. But during that ceremony, it's like blah, 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 low amateur Billy Mitchell. I stand up. They put the medal over you, you know, the ne- the necklace piece medal, and then you step back and, ladies and gentlemen, our champion of the year, Jim Furyk. And so it's just, just like that. That's pretty good. All that's right. cool. So that gets you into a bunch of other great ones. U.S. Yep. Amateur was next up. This is August. This is Oakmont, suburban right. Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Hardest golf course I've ever played by, in my life. Harder than the ocean course at Kiowa. Have not played there. Oh, okay. Um, but felt like I could shoot 90 and not be embarrassed. Uh, that, that's part of the reputation of Oakmont, is that they're ready for a U.S. Open at any day. Yeah, it just it just was too long for me. I mean... Funny, I mean, Jimmy Mackay and I played a lot of junior golf together. That would be Bones. Right. And so I'm walking, and I'm not really paying attention. I'm just like, good Lord, this golf course. It's a 7,600-yard it's a par 70. I'm 58 years old. Yeah. Right? And the kids are taking it, like, on the third hole, if any of you have played Oakmont, the, this, the first of the church pew holes. Well, for me, two, 265 to 280 puts me right, like, it's literally in the third church pew where I hit it. Mm-hmm. These kids are just taking it into the fourth fairway. It's a 320 carry, and it just makes the third green so much bigger, which is a really hard, complex green. Um, So they're taking angles, and I think, architecturally speaking, if I may, when they took all those trees out, they didn't anticipate that. Yeah, you may, and I was doing it with Bob Ford, who was my analyst, long-time professional there. He was not happy. Well, I tell you what, that was one of the highlights of my week there, is I saw Bob Ford, who I'd never met, and... He was over in a cart, and he just kind of class guy he is. I, I started walking towards him, 
and he walked towards and he drove over towards me. I said, Mr. Ford, we haven't met. He goes, Billy, we're glad you're here. You've had a hell of a summer. That's, and I'm that's like, who he is. And I was like, golly, that's what he that's means. why he's Bob Ford. So that's we get to the eighth beautiful. hole and I see the 291 yard placard. It's the first part three I've played. that's 291 yards. It's not even the longest one they have. Right. <laughs> Two, 291. There was a, there was a T behind it. Right. <laughs> and I hit, I, I hit it in the middle of the green with my Titleist TSI driver. Three yeah. driver right in the middle of the green. Driver on a par three. Yeah, it didn't carry there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I and I hear from his nice nice shot, old man. It was Jimmy, and uh, Bone. So he walked with me for a few holes because he was out doing prep for. It was J- Jimmy Roberts? Jim Jim McKay. Oh Jim. Oh, oh yeah. so um so it was Jimmy McKay. So call him Jimmy. Yeah, You're the so, only one that calls him Jimmy. Well, I mean, I've known we've known since we, since we were kids. So. Um, Immediately street cred with the guys I'm playing with because you know I know Bones. bones. Right. They're like, what's the story? Uh, so I said, well, that's, how, that's actually how I got in the event. He got me in the event. And they're like, really? I'm like, no. <laughs> no, you won't. <laughs> you won't. <laughs> Just because I'm shooting 50 on the front nine here doesn't mean I can't play. That's awesome. <laughs> so that was a long week. I mean, it was... Uh, it was just every shot. I knocked it on a 635-yard par, five and two. I was playing with a kid from Albuquerque, and uh, he went to University of New Mexico, and he had his whole family out there with me. And I hit it 40 yards by him. And that's just how fast the fairways were. And uh, he said, hey, Mr. Mitchell? I said, yeah, man. He goes, uh, can you do me a favor? I said, yeah. He goes, can you, like, not knock it 50 by me in front of my family? <laughs> <laughs> I said, hey, dude, you're beating me by 11, okay? <laughs> Give me something. So we're walking off the set. We're walking off the 18th green, and we had weather all week there. He goes, I just want to thank you. I said, for what? He goes, I learned a lot this these last two days walking with you. And I was playing with Nick Dunlop, too, who didn't say a word the whole time. He's in tour sauce mode. And I said, well, what did you learn? He goes, I just, nothing seems to bother you no matter how bad you played. <laughs> There's a compliment in there somewhere, I think. <laughs> he meant well. <laughs> I went back to the hotel and cried. Yeah. So. <laughs> he didn't have to see that. Yeah. All right. So uh, you said it was a longer week than it should have been there at Oakmont. All right. What was next? Uh, U.S. Mid-Am at Sankety. Okay. Yeah, that was one that I tried to qualify for. I missed by enough. It's like a mini Shinnecock. Okay. Um, very exposed greens. You said not the cheapest place to, to visit. Yeah, stay so. Where um, are we flying into? You fly into, well, your options were fly into Nantucket or ferry no. or fly into Boston. Yeah. So I jet blued it into Nantucket. And then. And then you go, if you go to Boston, you got to take a boat. You, 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 uh, yeah, you have to take a bus to get the ferry. Or you fly in a puddle jumper. And then in most cases, uh. because of the weight of the planes. Your clubs are going on a different flight. That's how it is when you go to uh, to Bandon Dunes. They they tell you your clubs might not make it, and I'm like, well, I'm on a golf vacation. <laughs> That's exactly right. So I flew JetBlue in, which I normally don't do. Got in, that was a piece of cake, and then uh, to go 2.3 miles in the middle of summer in Nantucket in a cab was seventy four dollars. Oh yeah, sure. <laughs> so I was fortunate enough to have housing. I was America's guest that week. Um, Tattersall had set that up, which was great. And um, opted for the three million dollar a day rental car rather than the cab fare back and forth. So uh, it, people say that all the time. I mean, obviously this is an extreme example, but it if you're taking more than two trips, you should have gotten a rental car. Yeah, for sure. You just should have gotten it. Yeah. So it was it a beautiful is. golf course. Again, played very mediocre. Um, missed the cut there by three. 
Okay. Hansel made the cut there, and he won his first match. He's one of our great seniors in Georgia, uh, yeah, which is always fun. It's, he was 64. Forgot about Dr. Doug. Just great player. Great contingent here. You guys Fighter. all uh, represent Georgia well. You're about to hand it off to the new generation, and I don't know that we can handle it. Oh, I think you can. And luckily, you guys will just keep it if we can't. Well, I think. Just wait. Yeah, you know, I plan on playing okay for a little bit longer. Yeah, I don't blame you. Uh, all right. So, so Mid Am and the US Am, not, not what you were hoping for. Next up is the US Senior Am in Detroit at the uh, Country Club of Detroit, where Palmer won his first. That is not the Detroit Golf Club. Not where they play the Rocket. Okay. This Which is. is a, that's a Donald Ross. Yeah, I, 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 this was, I, I don't remember if this was a Ross or not. It was very flat, Parkland, um, hard golf course, but nothing where you'd be like, oh, I re- you remember that hole? Like, if you told me, if you asked me, Billy, what was the fifth hole, I'd have to go. I'd have yeah. to look up in the sky and try to Rolodex it. But um, it, was, uh, it, was, it was a good week. I played well there. I, I got to the quarters, um, had some good matches, and I thought, oh, got a chance this year. And... Um, in the quarters, I ran up against a guy named Dave Bunker, and I just made a few mistakes coming in. And you know in match play, you cannot make mistakes against good players. And uh, we get to 18, which is a 420-yard hole, a little bit uphill, and a front right pin, deep right bunker, can't hit it there. Well, he hits it in the right rough, and, and I'm longer than Dave. And, um, and I've got 148. And it's just a 15-foot left. 10 feet beyond the pin shot. Well, he hits this missile out of the, we're even. He hits this missile out of the rough. And I think, I'm going on to the semis. Right. Well, as soon as I think that, I hear tink and them go crazy up at the green. It, it, hits, hits, the the, it hits the flag. Oh. Uh, <laughs> uh. So now, now I think, um, I got to hit this close. And it was, a, it was the only time I let a situation bother me. I should have, Gotten in my cart because they give you carts in the senior am oh, with, nice. with my flag in it. I'll drive right up to the green and see where his <laughs> ball was, but I didn't do that. And I was in between clubs, and I tried to force an eight, and I came out of it and went that deep bunker. I didn't get it up and down, and he was fifty feet. Oh, so it hit the stick. It's you're sitting. Do you think it's sitting there leaning? I think it hit and boom straight down. It hit, and he had like fifty feet. I play a totally different shot. Right. But he goes on, then he gets beat by Jerry Gunthorpe, and then Jerry gets beat by Gene Elliott. So it was Gino's year. You were right there, though. Yeah, yeah, I was right there. And you allowed yourself to think for a second. Well, that's what happens. And it's impossible to not happen. But that's what happens. And as soon as you allow yourself to get out of that moment. Yeah. Our game, you know, we, we watched the, the Alabama-Tennessee game yesterday. Just an incredible football game. They're going to talk all about it coming up here at 10 o'clock. The fact that the winning field goal goes in sideways, mm. just even better. <laughs> you know, the ball's spinning sideways. Gosh, it's hard to root for Tennessee, though. You put easy. I'm sorry. Well, I mean, I don't really care. I don't go Gators, know. right? So I don't. I don't, I don't really. Uh, but it was an entertaining football game. Yeah, there were there were there's 33 teams in the world that can play with those two teams right, right there. That's Georgia and the 32 NFL teams. And That's if you right. didn't, if you watched that game and didn't realize that, then I can't help you. Well, I I, I thought the whole game. Even I'm watching it. I, I thought uh, they never seem nervous. They never seem out of sorts. Yeah, And you, I find myself saying, they're going to do what they do. They're going to find a way. Yeah, of course. And then they're going to walk off like, well, that's just the way it was supposed to be. They're not surprised. Nothing catches them off guard. Right. And I see that on the golf course. The guys that are really, really elite players, nothing really phases them. And the thing about golf is that it takes four days. Right. 
their game took four hours. Right. And that's hard to stay focused like that for yeah. that long. Our game takes more than four hours a day for more than one day. For sure. And so, look, man, forgive yourself for, for thinking you were going on. Oh, I, I do. I mean, because then, then you have to go on to the next one. There's a lot of stuff. There's, I mean, there's a lot of stuff going on in the world that's a lot worse than me losing to Dave Bunker in the U.S. Yeah. Senior Am. But it doesn't feel like that at the moment. Hack. <laughs> no, he's not. Sorry, hack. No, that's he's wrong. I shouldn't have said that. Adam, you shouldn't have said that. Adam. <laughs> I didn't say that. Adam Crooks <laughs> over there. Under the watchful eye of Derek Thomas. Derek probably told him to say it. Derek's got that devilishness to him like that. A good crew back there. Uh, so, whale of a summer. Thank you. Just tremendous. And now, you Feels said, like forever ago. some of those finishes got you into some things this past summer also. Yeah, British senior amateur. I went and played Royal Dornick where um was crazy. Um, I've never had... A, a, I've never played an event where there was a wind stoppage. They, they had two courses, uh, Struy and the championship Dornick, uh, an old Tom Morris course, course where Donald Ross grew up on. You can just yeah. kind of see where Donald Ross's inspiration comes from. Um, I got there. I was like, this is really anything. And then the wind blew. And I was like, wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a place where number yardage doesn't matter. A tenth hole, there's a little par three down the hill and, it's about 140 yards to the middle of the green and, and maybe 160 back left, 120 front right, gorse to the right, and um, but deep, deep bunkers. And, I mean, it's like everything goes to – you've been over there. Everything oh, yeah. goes like to an edge. Plane. You're not – you can't get the club up. You can't finish. You know, you're, you're going to have some something weird in the bunker. Well, play the first round there, and the wind doesn't blow. Back left pin. Caddy says, hit your 145 club. We don't want it to go longer. So I hit I hit like a wedge because it's a little downhill, a little downwind. Next day, pins front right, 126 yards. I hit four in as hard as I could, <laughs> and I aimed it 50 yards right of the green over the gorse. Yeah. To the middle of the green. I was like, I don't really like this golf. It's very scary. It's hard. <laughs> it's hard. Very you know, hard. not knowing where the ball's landing. Oh, that what you missed that one. You missed one shot. One shot goes a couple degrees offline. Oh, it's all day. You got to play the whole rest of the day like that. Yeah. Oh, if I have that miss here, it's going to hit that boat. <laughs> That's exactly right. But it was a beautiful, beautiful place. The people were lovely, and the village was great. And housed with uh, with Robert Funk and Steve Harwell and a couple other guys. We just—it's just a blast, right? And uh, but I've never played in an event, Brian, where like if you can imagine playing Golf Club of Georgia um, and having them stop play on one of the 18s and not stop play on the other. They have to stop them on both, don't they? Why did no, they not? They didn't. And I got myself in trouble with an RNA official because I was like, "How can how 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 can you not stop?" Because I was getting ready to play, and I really right. didn't want to play. If it's right. one fifty, and they're not playing on the easy course, and I'm playing the hard course, and so I go, "How how how can you not?" He goes, "Well, the the balls are rolling off the greens over there." I'm like, "But what about 16? He goes. Well, we've only had a couple roll off the greens over there. He goes, oh, that's fine. <laughs> I, being the idiot that I am, I was like, he goes, he goes, sir, I play in this all the time. And I was like, well, you can't break 80. So, oh, uh, you didn't say I that. I did say that. No. <laughs> I, it was in my inside voice, but it came in my outside voice. Oh, man. So uh, <clears throat> it, was, um, it was a blast. I ended up finishing 21st. Couldn't get it in all week. He was thinking, well, neither can you. That's right. <laughs> Clearly. I did <laughs> not, not shoot in the 80s over there. <laughs> okay. Thank you very much. Uh, 
whale of a summer, Billy. Thank you. Congratulations. Thanks. Uh, Long ago. I'm going to ask your opinion on some current events. Uh-oh. Have you heard of this other tour I have. Greg Norman's putting together? <laughs> I have. All right, we're going to get your thoughts on that and give you a couple of other headlines when we come back. Uh, there is there's a golf movie coming out, and everybody listening is going to want to see it. Okay. Not familiar with it. We'll tell you what we're talking about next. Billy Mitchell sitting in with us. It's the Golf Show on The Fan, 680 and 93.7 FM. Two of Atlanta's best golf experts right here on Atlanta's Golf Station. Now more of the Golf Show with Brian K. Crick and Ali Dean on Atlanta's Sports Station, The Fan. Never heard of them. See if I can talk him into coming in here next week. Next week, we're going to be at the Berkeley Cup over at Berkeley Hills, a senior and mid-am tournament. Are you in that one, Billy Mitchell? Unfortunately, I am not. I would love to play in there, but I'm playing in California at a tournament called the Stocker Cup, which is a tournament I've gone to for the last 16 years in Carmel Valley at a place called the Preserve. You picked up a couple of victories last summer as well? Uh, the Lupton, senior, um, and I finished second in Carlton Woods in the senior division. Um so those were all kind of run-ups to the Senior Open. Love it. Billy Mitchell's been telling us about his summer. If you missed it, oh, well, you missed it. Uh, he uh, teaches over there at Fusion Atlanta, BillyMitchellTraining.com. So you can, you can hear a little of it. There you go. <laughs> uh, live golf. What do you think? You know, um, I do not understand all of the dynamics there i mean because you hear different things is it an actual the earnings that they're making is it is it against the draw is it we don't know uh, who knows right but it will not begrudge anybody who's trying to create multi-generational wealth for their family in the long term each man has to make their own decision it's a lot of money um however i think there's championship golf and there's exhibition golf and i think the pga tour is championship golf and i think um for me, um, I just, I've had no desire to watch Live for no other reason than there's nothing that entices me about the event. Uh, both sides are suing each other. The only news item from this past week, the judge is asking both sides to compromise on discovery. The Live people want everything that the PGA Tour has ever communicated to anybody, seemingly, about Live Golf. Like, they wanted to know when was the tour talking about this and who have they talked out of it. Since October 1st, the tour has produced, according to this story, 25,000 pages of requested documents. Not enough, huh? Yes. And then another 7,500 that they, they got in a couple of days ago. So we're talking about almost 30,000 pages, over 30,000 pages of documents. All the communications. If you've ever worked for the PGA Tour and you've ever said live, you're probably in one of those reports. Because the Live Golf attorneys want to go through all that to see if they talked anybody out of it. Look, I get it. That's a little bit much. But if you are a business and you have somebody who produces, don't you try to protect your assets? They're, everybody's trying to protect their assets, yes. And I, I promise you, I've worked for the PGA Tour long enough. You ain't going to find anything wrong. That group runs pretty, tight pretty ship, tightly. Right? Yeah. There's a, you're going to have a lot of stuff. They, they've given you over 30,000 pages. You want some more? They'll give you some more. Yeah. It's just going to get tied up in the courts. Golf loses in the long run. Yes, that's the problem. You're not going to find anything in any of that. And they're allowed to do everything that they've done to this point. You're going down the wrong road, and it makes us all look bad. Yeah. Uh, here's a much, much brighter topic. 
the movie that you're going to want to see, golf fan or not, there's a golf movie coming out. I don't know when, but it's in production, whatever that means. According to an, a, story, a story over at Above the Line, it is a uh, it is a biographical look at John Daly. Oh, Lord. Jonah Hill is already signed to produce and play John Daly. Now, we are talking about multiple ex-wives. We're talking about... I was my one and only... Here's, here's why you're going to see this movie. Right, he's got two major championships. Right. We all find him very entertaining, but we're the golf people. My only personal appearance ever on the Nancy Grace program was because of some court case that involved John Daly. I'm sure there are multiples. Media guy, I get pulled in to speak about John Daly on Nancy Grace. The world cared, at least for one glorious week. He's had ex-wives. We've had had lawsuits. We've had criminal this and that and gambling losses and drugs and alcohol and you name it. I want to see it. Yeah. (laughs) And I think you do, too. Uh, Jonah Hill? Derek Thomas just asked if Hooters is going to be involved. You're darn right they are. <laughs> Premier is going to be at a Hooters. <laughs> Bill right Washington. Thank you so much for coming. Thank in. you for having me. Hopefully we have uh, better stuff to talk about next time I'm in. Let's do it again when you win more things. Uh, Derek, Adam, thanks. Enjoy the football show next. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves. And people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. Camp Margaritaville RV Resort, where you can just breathe in and breathe out (sighs) or move there's biking boating arcade games hiking nearby golfing or fly through the new fins up water park thrills chills twists and turns this could be you camp margaritaville at lanier islands an easy one hour drive from atlanta book your stay today at camp margaritaville lanier islands.com When you buy a used car, don't be taken for a ride. Get Ford Blue Advantage certified at Wade Ford, Atlanta's headquarters for factory certified pre-owned vehicles. Go to wadeford.com. There you'll find a great selection of Ford Blue Advantage certified used cars, trucks, and SUVs with Blue certified. Nearly all makes and all models are in stock now. You'll find something perfect for just about any budget. Buy with confidence at the Wade Ford factory certified used car outlet at wadeford.com. Wade Ford, we are Atlanta's Ford dealer. 